If you work for a living, why do you kill yourself working? From the Willamette Valley, in America's great Pacific Northwest, you are listening to the Ernest Mann Show. I'm your host, Ernest Mann. Coming to you no matter where, what time, or what place you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful, but sometimes incredibly crazy world we all live in. Yes, indeed, wherever you may be in this world. Hello, everyone. It is Monday, and this is episode number 245, Irrelevance Posing as Relevance. Trump versus Biden, waiting for America to turn its brain on again. I feel a little bit better. As as you're listening in, I was extremely sick and I guess right now maybe you think my voice hopefully is starting to sound a little bit better than a troll um, um, I'm around maybe 70% but not a hundred percent but we will do as best we can and I decided that, you know, this whole Biden-Trump thing is based on something else that is very prevalent in American society. I can't, I can't necessarily speak about other areas of the world, but if they are westernized countries, then probably the same effect has taken hold. And I'm talking about the effect of irrelevance that's posing as relevance. And I see it pretty much everywhere. And I believe one of the main reasons for this has to do with the commoditization of everything and everyone. Because... Who in the hell talks about an ad in the same breath as they would talk about um, a relative's wedding? I mean, can you possibly imagine the absurdity of videotaping a person's uh, funeral and then putting a product placement with a quick pitch for the product at the same time? Now, some people might think that even the notion of doing that is funny. I don't think it's funny. Um, I think within the context, if it were being done as a joke, to demonstrate the absurdity of that, then yes, it's funny. Otherwise, no, it's not. That was part of what was going on when you watched that wonderful great movie made a few
few years back called The Truman Show. If you haven't seen it, um, I would very strongly suggest you do. It, uh, it's a fantastic movie on actually on multiple levels, and uh, fake relevance is one of them. And it's um, when you look at places, for instance, like TikTok, and for better or for worse, you know, like Facebook, all of these people, all of them putting out messages, and there's literally, I guess, millions or billions of them. And by the sheer numbers alone, um, you can't possibly see all of them. And so communications have to be broken down. And if that's the case, if we subdivided things, you can go all the way on that continuum from absolute serious information to complete fantasy. And, of course, since it is a continuum, it would be something would be somewhere on that scale. But what I feel that many of us have failed to understand and failed to recognize day in and day out is the difference between that which is irrelevant and that which is relevant. So, to give an example, a um, person's opinion on a certain product doesn't matter if it's, you know, armpits, armpit spray or hair color or skin cream or whatever the hell it may be. Um, that has nothing to do really in real terms with your life. Now, if you have one of those problems or afflictions and you need that sort of product, then yes, it is relevant. But I'm saying, my point is, you can go all the way down the line with just about anything, and you can pose it as relevant when it really isn't. And that is a very big part of the deception of what we as a society are doing right now um that is the problem we are basically for all intents and purposes and this is by the way out of design it it is intended it has a purpose and i'm going to get to that but for all intents and purposes, we are digging up holes out of the ground and we have our big pile of dirt. And then past a certain point, we are told, okay, that's that's great. Now fill the, all the holes back up again. And, you know, if you do that for any amount of time and you 
fail to recognize the very fact that the only thing you're doing with your life is digging up holes and then filling them back up in an endless cycle, meaning that your life in those terms, it doesn't, it doesn't have a damn bit of meaning and you fail to recognize that, then you are, you are beyond the pale of stupid. You have, you have, you have reached stupid zen because you have quite simply just gone above and beyond that. And that is the intention because when I say that, the cabal of the powers that be, and they do exist, that is exactly what they want you to do. So in that respect, for them, it's working perfectly. So what they do is they basically set up this artificial existence that most of us increasingly uh, have to engage in, vast majority of us have to engage in. But the trick is that people actually believe um, in what they are doing in that it has relevance when actually it has zero relevance in their own lives. That's the tragedy. And I say it's a tragedy. It's the tragedy for the person involved in it. Not the tragedy for them. Because the way the game is structured is to keep them, the masses of them, meaning you, occupied. It doesn't even matter so much what it is. It can be sports, professional sports, um, video games, TV, movies, food, gluttony, partying, drinking heavily, um, a whole slew of things. Cars, cars, obsessions with cars of all kinds. That's a very good one. Um, of course, you know the video games, of course. And we're talking, the sad thing is now with old, older and aging people, men, men in their late 20s, late 30s, shit, some of them always are late 40s, still sitting around like children, giving relevance and importance to fucking video games. Actually getting excited, jumping up, when they hit a new high score or what have you. And one of the epitomes of all this distraction, of course, is the world of politics. That's a big one because that is 
I'm talking about the show aspects of politics, not politics in and of itself. There's nothing wrong with politics. Politics actually is is very cool. It's um it's actually something that should be taken should be taken seriously and having the understanding that it's impossible really to govern a society without it. But what we are calling or have been led to believe what we're calling politics is actually, again, entertainment. There is nothing, absolutely nothing relevant about the so-called battle between <laughs> Trump and Biden. Um, it's it, it it is it is it is beyond. Description as far as <laughs> I was reading something in the Hill, and you know, they have this how they have those uh, the headline, and they were talking about you know the potential ma uh, matchups <laughs> between them and. Just looking at it, it's just so Biden-Trump deadlocked in the hypothetical matchup and the poll and everything that follows this nonsense. And, and I'm like, you've got to be you, you've got to be kidding me. Now, you want me to you want me to chime in? Oh, come on, Ernest. <laughs> Tell us what you really think. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm, I'm much shorter to the point as far as this concern. Okay, we have product A, let's call him Trump, and product B, Biden. But you could, you could switch them. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Two different products, two different distractions. And then there's the fight of the century between them. And there's nothing there. This is comedy. This is a show. Again, and you watch the show, pretend you live in a democracy, and then, but don't get too interested just because you got to take your ass back to work and make us more money, make us lots and lots of money. But it's okay, you could distract for a little while. We know we got to give you a break, and then we'll feed you this, and you can get a chuckle or a good laugh, or maybe you, you know, you get all serious behind one or the other and all that shit over all of this over something that has you know absolutely no relevance or meaning in your life and it never will <laughs> it never will that's like was watching a buddy of mine um i was like 17 or something and uh <laughs> it was these two girls and you know they were fighting two guys they went crazy fighting over these two girls and the thing was <laughs> both of these girls i mean they were but ugly or as we used to call it they were fugly <laughs> and 
I couldn't say anything because these guys were some <laughs> these guys were some real knuckle draggers. So, you know, if you were um of uh, you know, if you weren't of that stature and and whatnot, it's just best to keep your thoughts to yourself. And I was like, yeah, these two guys they start fighting and they're just these two, these two, you know, Neanderthals are just, you know, beating the shit out of each other for these two gals that were just, I mean, butt ugly. And it's just like, okay, <laughs> you know, it's the same, the same deal. Because there's nothing, there's really nothing with Biden, Trump, all this, you know. Um, let's see, take. You know, uh, Trump is an old way back. Of course, he goes way back. He's a way old time Brooklyn, Brooklyn, you know, business criminal. Just all these guys of that era. And, uh, you know, if if anybody I'm saying for if you took if you if there if there was a way that you could do this. And before all you Trumpsters out there want to go crazy on me, you know, just just pipe it down for a fuck moment, okay? You know, turn the brain, take the the switch that says on and flip it on. I promise you can flip it right back off again when I'm done, but try to just flip it on for five five minutes, okay? All right. But by any rational, intelligent legal or otherwise by any criteria you can you can name in that respect he should not be in prison now wait before you get happy <laughs> he should be under the fucking prison you know i mean wherever he's hiding all these years maybe i don't know maybe he got a secret place down there he could sit down and you know, play cards with Jimmy Hoffa or something. <laughs> Who knows? And and uh, conversely, Trump, I he is as far as you know being a crook. He is honestly he is not in Trump's league at all. By comparison, I say by comparison, because all all modern politicians practically all of them are in fact criminals you don't get there by being moral and ethical and all that you know you may be small time community okay maybe the mayor of a small insignificant community in america okay fine yeah that's possible but i'm talking about the big game the big players in the big game, that's for the big criminals. Okay? Okay. And by that standard, he's a choir boy. Compared to Trump? Yeah, he's a choir boy. But the thing is, he's safe. He does what his uh, oligarch buddies tell him to do. Joe always has. Joe has never missed a political opportunity to kiss ass when and where needed to further his career. 
And that's what a smart politician does. It was like an old saying, the origin of which will not come to me right at the moment. But it says that a good politician is not only one that is bought, but stays bought. And Lunchbox Joe is definitely that kind of politician. So, yeah, you have product A and product B, or you can also refer to them as <laughs> twiddly D and fucking twiddly dumb. But none of this, make no mistake, makes any difference. It doesn't make a shit bit of difference. Once we, once we collectively turn aside whatever what it takes to precipitate that, whatever is the catalyst for that, at some point we will decide to turn our brains on again and come out of this collective funk that we have been in for many years and we'll look around and look at each other and you know and maybe say what what the hell happened where was i <laughs> it's like coming out of out of a blackout drunk or something and I apologize for my hoarseness. I just wanted to be able to make it through this episode, if I can, any way that I can, without coughing. And folks, I'm so sick of the coughing. But not nearly as sick as I am about this imposed um, relevance, which is actually irrelevant, and that is the part of the news media that that's what it does it is what it was called many years ago in more let's say honest times propaganda and this is what moves and shapes your thoughts and opinions in other words they're not your own you comfort yourself, you flatter yourself because you've been told that they are, but they're not. That's That's been shaped since the indoctrination center that you started. Again, vast majority of working folks go to public schools and yep. That's where it starts. Of course, actually, it starts even before then in the home from your parents because they, in turn, were similarly indoctrinated. But with each successive generation, um, they get better and better at it. But make no mistake, this whole... This whole debacle 
with Trump versus Biden. Anyone with one, <laughs> with a, a tenth of the charges that Trump is facing, their ass would have been in prison a long time ago. You know, and as far as running for president or actively campaigning while this is going on, that's how you know it's a Truman show. That's how you know you're supposed to you should just look at it and say, Why isn't this guy in fucking prison? Why is it all I'm force fed on any channel wherever I flip? Even on the, you know, parts of the monologue for late night comedy shows and whatnot. Still there. He's like the Energizer buddy. Still going. And he's still going because he is still a wonderful distraction. That is his job. It's always been his job. And he's paid very well for it. As I predicted, one way or the other, he's not going to prison. Um, nope, not going to prison. Guys like him, now they can have unfortunate accidents, which seem extremely unlikely you know, uh, could be a heart attack. It could be, um, I don't know, falling down a flight of stairs. Uh, could be on a helicopter or something and it crashes into a mountain or just happens. But he ain't going to prison. Or I'll preface that. I will preface that. Even in a worst-case scenario, or a best-case scenario, depending on your politics, even if uh, he did end up in prison, he's not going to be there very long, if you get my meaning. Because, you know, prison's a very, a very dangerous place. Accidents even happen in prison. Yep, they sure do. Um, but I, as I said before, I seriously, seriously doubt that is going to happen. But the main thing is not even so much to talk about this this shit show, this nonsense between supposedly Trump and Biden, is its relevance, or in this case, it's irrelevant. And it's completely irrelevant. As a matter of fact, its main purpose is to be, appear as though it is relevant when it is not, and that is its purpose. It's called distraction. So everything a person normally turns to, you know, you, you may be a, a dishwasher 
works full time someplace. You may be a checkout clerk at, uh, you know, um, a grocery store, you know, and those guys work very hard. The people that work in a place like Costco or something of that ilk work hard. And, uh, but you got to have some time off. Even they know that. So, and it's important that while you have that time off, the number one thing that they, they want, I'm talking about those that control the companies. Hello, folks. I just wanted to take a moment to give you this brief message. As you know, I don't accept any third-party advertising. I want you to be able to listen to any and all episodes to your heart's content without that nonsense. And it really is nonsense. Unfortunately, though, I do need to keep the lights on here. So I am asking for your support. The best way to do that is if you're not here already, go to theearnestmanshow.com and you can either click on the put some food in the fridge tab or if you're interested in a little bit of merchandise it's the earnest stuff tab in either way by participating in that you will be supporting the show and keeping it commercial free if you have uh, donated already i just wanted to thank you sincerely that's it that's all i wanted to say and again Thank you much. All the way down, what they want. And what they want is for you to work and not really think. Because if you were thinking, eventually they know that it's only a matter of time that you might become uh, aware uh, that, you know, m maybe you're not getting such a good deal on your, on your labor, on your time, or your job. <sighs> they can't have that. Apparently, because of so many places that can't even keep um, fast food workers and they say go oh, we're paying you know, 13 or 14 dollars an hour some places 15 <laughs> and they still can't get them or people will do anything but submit to that slavery that level of that's what it is if you just and, and again this would depend on the part of the country you live in but you know you need about 25 bucks an hour just to you know reasonably get by all the bills car insurance or car payment or you know your rent and everything else and yes that means a few bucks to have in your pocket to you know have make that emergency uh auto repair or something of that ilk yeah, it's been calculated. Mm, you need about 24 bucks an hour in order to do that. 50 bucks just ain't cutting it. Not even close. So that's what I mean. So many things 
like this, like the things that I already mentioned, but even in the politics, which are not truly politics, because true politics are actually really interesting. They actually, and they actually can produce good results for a society, but not this shit. This is, this is just a sideshow. This is a distraction. And truth is, as far as all those people involved are concerned, as far as they keep pledging this to the American people and that and all that, again, it's part of the show because in reality, they don't give a shit biscuit. Take care. Why should you listen to The Ernest Man Show? Because instead of hearing such servile, cowardly, and ballless reporting from corporate news sources delivering news such as I believe Senator so-and-so that you might be telling an untruth. Hmm. You want to hear what really needs to be said. Such as, Senator Asshole is a paid corporate shill. And if there is still any real law left in this country, and if the judge is in a good mood, he should minimally be tarred and feathered with a subsequent 10-year sentence of hard labor with no possibility of parole for stealing taxpayer money. This is why you should listen, because it clearly demonstrates your ability to see through such mass corporate bullshit due to your greater perception and intelligence. That's why you should listen to The Earnest Man Show.